Welcome to Taste Talks, the podcast which hopefully will inspire where you go next with myself, Keith Matten, and me, Olivia Byrne, the people behind tastetalks.ie. Each episode will bring you new food and drink items to look out for in your shop, along with our Irish hotel and restaurant adventures. And lastly, we'll read out what has caught our eye on social media this week. If you are new to this podcast, we highly recommend you check out all our other episodes. We promise they are all packed with foodie inspiration. So we're back. And thank you so much to everybody who uh, listened in on season one of Taste Talks. We got some great feedback, didn't we? Yeah, absolutely. And I think we've taken it all on board as best we can. And we're just excited to get going again. Yeah, we have a couple of different changes. We're going to make the podcast a little bit shorter so it's more accessible. People like the sort of shorter podcasts rather than the hour-long ones. So uh, what are we going to talk about in this so, in this episode, we are going to talk about our trip to McCredden Village. Oh, so, wow. Brook Lodge and McCredden Village in County Wicklow. Yeah. The Garden County of Ireland. Stunning spot. Can't wait to get chatting about that. Um, we're also going to talk about, we have a lovely feature article on 10 of Dublin's most traditional Irish bars by Tony Clayton Lee. Oh, and, and there's some really cool some ones. Some really good ones. And I think if you're staying in Ireland for the summer, put these on your list. You know, make a couple of days out. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. And even if you live in Dublin, be a tourist in your own city because these pubs sometimes get overlooked by people in Dublin themselves. Yeah. And we're all a bit guilty of going to the same places repeatedly. So just change it up. You'll feel like you're on a holiday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another thing that caught our eye on social media um, was... The launch of Everything's Rosie at the Westbury. We're going to have a look at that. And some lovely new drinks that have launched. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, we love that. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much what we're going to chat yeah, about. Yeah, so st- stay tuned for the next 20 minutes and let us entertain you with all the food and drink news. So it's season two and we actually have a new sponsor. Yes, we are so proud that season two of Taste Talks podcast is very kindly sponsored by the multi-award winning Irish brand Pestle and Mortar Sauces. Pestle and Mortar Sauces are available in the refrigerated chiller section of selected Tesco Ireland stores, Spar and Joyce's of Galway. So definitely check them out and grab a jar today. So in this section we chat about Things that caught our eye on social media. And in this episode, it's all drink, drink, drink. So what do you have first? Well, it is summer. We must stay hydrated. So first up, I've spotted that Everything's Rosé has returned to Wild at the Westbury for the summer. A gorgeous, exclusive rosé wines expertly curated to offer you a taste of Provence in Dublin City. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, and Wild is such a beautiful space all year round. But in summer, it really is extra special with the floral installations, those beautiful blush tones throughout, reflecting and reinforcing the beauty of rosé season. Season. Yeah. Um, Wild's exclusive flight is actually really good value. So the exclusive flight of rose is just 30 euro. Each wine within the flight has been carefully selected by group sommelier Philip Dunn, who is such a, an amazing sommelier. So you'll be getting gorgeous drinks. So book in for a gorgeous girly day out between now and August 31st. Or, yeah. or not a girly day. You know, gather your friends, your family. It's a lovely space to be in. Excellent value. And nothing says summer more than rose. We just need the Irish summer to come. 
we do, but if you're in the Westbury, sipping your rosé, surrounded by those beautiful installations, you're not going to care about the weather outside. So what you're saying is the drink will get rid of the weather. Get inside. Okay. Immersive experience. <laughs> <laughs> so I have here, if you're a fan of spot whiskies, you yes. will be delighted to hear that they've added a gold spot to the range. Oh, I love spot whiskies. And it's to celebrate the 135th anniversary of Irish distillers and Michelin Sons. Um, it's matured for a minimum of nine years and it has that ex-bourbon, ex-sherry casks style of whiskey. Mm. It's going to be unveiled at Whiskey Live, uh, but it is actually available to buy now off spotwhiskey.com. But this beautiful bottle will cost you €120. Euro. Wowzer. Yeah, so it's a, it's a nice yeah. bottle. It could make the perfect Father's Day gift if you really, really, really <laughs> love your father. And I'm just hoping that one of my kids is listening and they all get together and they, and they <laughs> treat <it>. their father. <laughs> oh, God, that's gas. Well, yeah, it would make an amazing gift. It would, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what have you got next? Yeah, so the next thing I spotted was I Still 38. So a brand new Irish premium vodka. And I was surprised. Did you know that vodka is actually Ireland's number one spirit? No, I would have said whiskey. Me too. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's vodka. Um, as you know, I adore a good espresso martini, especially, you know, made with all the, the better products, the the premium vodka. Yeah. So Pippa O'Connor is leading up. She's a creative director of iStill and um, there's a vanilla vodka in it and I've had the espresso martini it's mm. absolutely yeah. beautiful so beautiful. smooth gorgeous um, yeah so I just think this is a lovely Irish brand there are three expressions of iStill 38 there's a classic vodka and two flavours the pink berries and the vanilla it's currently available in all the trendiest bars or if you'd like to enjoy it at home it's actually just 36 euro for a bottle um, available in all independent off licences nationwide as well as online from iStill38.com where you can actually get free delivery. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to keep on with the whiskey stories and tell you that Redbreast has launched a golden opportunity to win a bottle of Dream Cask release. So how do you win? Well, they've hidden a golden cork in one of three bottles of Redbreast 12-year-old. So by treating yourself to this fine whiskey, you've got a chance to win something very rare. And it's like that Willy Wonka competition from your childhood, but with a more adult oh, price. Oh, yeah, be but better. Better price. <laughs> yeah. Really, yeah, it's great. Uh, now, the bottles are exclusive to O'Brien's Celtic Whiskey Store and Brown Thomas, so it's only bottles that you get out of there. Okay. Uh, so it's another great reason to buy a bottle of Red Breast today if yeah. you need one. And it also makes another excellent father's day present <laughs> <laughs> i love this the way you said if you need one like why wouldn't you need a red breast on the drinks trolley <laughs> <laughs> so basically we've given you four different ideas there now uh, it is all drinks this summer and we'll be back now in a couple of weeks time to give you some more things that caught our eye on social media so other feedback that we got from season one of taste talks was People really enjoyed when we uh, gave them ideas of what to pick up in their shopping. But not just that, but how to use the products. So we're going to talk to you about the pestle and mortar pesto sauce. Yeah, absolutely. So we have four really delicious recipes from pestle and mortar um, on tastetalks.ie. The homemade pizza with nuja 
uh, pesto mussels, uh, quick pesto fried eggs and prawn skewers with green pesto. Now the one you have to try because it is the quickest, easiest, most delicious breakfast or actually any time of the day meal is the quick pesto fried eggs recipe from Pestle and Mortar. As I said, it's on tastetalks.ie. Um, I mean, this could not be easier. You just literally need two eggs per person, one tablespoon of green pesto and your choice of bread to dip. Um, that's it. The method is all on the website. Head over to tastetalks.ie. This is literally going to be the tastiest breakfast you're going to have this summer. You can thank me later. Absolutely, and and to be honest, sometimes uh, people buy jars and they they'll use it on one dish and they won't know how to get the most out of it. Yeah. So this is the great way. If you go on to tastetalks.ie, there's four different recipes there. You'll need probably two or three jars. Yeah. You'll really enjoy it. No, it's really good and definitely worth checking out. So in this feature section, we usually advise where you might like to go one bite at a time. In this episode, we are sharing where to go one sip at a time. We have a lovely feature on tastetalks.ie, 10 of Dublin's most traditional Irish bars. So these are bars that really celebrate what what it is to be Irish. Everything that's great about Ireland and they're in Dublin. Some of them are hidden, some of them we've been to, some of them we haven't. But we recommend whether you're a visitor to Dublin or actually, if you live in Dublin, you need to look out for these bars. And the first one we have here is the Brazen Head. Now, when I say the Brazen Head is known all the way around the world, yeah. it, that's an understatement. Uh, their Sunday music sessions are unbelievable. Uh, their stew is probably the best stew you're ever going to have yeah, in yeah. Ireland. And they do a fine point to Guinness. But I have to say, the crack in the music in the Brazen Head is unbelievable. It's there on Lower Bridge Street on Usher's Quay. And it is Dublin's oldest, oldest bar. Yeah, and one of the things, of course, that stand out in our Irish bars. And the Brazen Head is such a great example. The staff. Yeah. I mean, they are just on it from the time you go in to the time you leave. And you can see all the locals and tourists alike. Everyone's just having the time of their lives. They've yeah. forgotten what's going on outside. They're fully invested in this lovely traditional Irish experience. And you're right, whether you're local or, or travelling over mm. on holiday, it's well worth a visit. And once you go through that archway into the courtyard, yeah, you're sort of like, you don't, you forget where you, where you are, what part of Dublin yeah. you are. It's just sort of, it's an escape. Yeah, you're transported completely into to traditional Irish Irish hospitality, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, absolutely. So next up you have... The Cobblestone. So the Cobblestone, I actually have not been here. It's 77 King Street in Smithfield. Um, looks like the traditional Irish pub that, you know, we all grew up going to maybe on a Sunday afternoon with our parents, getting our packet of potato and our bottle of fizzy orange. Um, Tony highly recommends it. He, he says it's a self-styled drinking pub with a music problem. So music, again, is to the forte. And it's definitely on my list to visit this summer. And if Tony's saying it's it's worth a visit, it definitely is worth a visit. Yeah, absolutely. He, he really finds the hidden gems all the way around. Yeah, him. absolutely. So the next one we have up, it's actually in the heart of Temple Bar. It's the old Dubliner. It's the big red building. You can't miss it. Yeah. And to say... Sometimes it's actually hard to even get into the bar. Yeah. Because it has so many tourists. It has 
the live music there. The thing that I find really unusual is if you're going to be a musician and play there or sing there, uh, it's a, this tiny, tiny little steel cage that you have to fit into with yeah. your guitar. Uh, but again, the points are amazing. Uh, they specialize in coddle. Yes. Not for everyone. Wouldn't be for me. Now I do I do like coddle. I had it when I was young. Yes. So yeah, it is it's it's one to try. If you like coddle and a good point and a bit of a crazy sing song, the the old Dubliner is a good shit. Oh yeah, the point is incredible. Um yeah, absolutely. And I think the crack again goes back to the whole atmosphere. It's just one of those pubs you go into, you're transported. It's definitely worth a visit. Pop in and just immerse yourself in the atmosphere. So up next you have Donia Nesbitt. Uh one of my favourites, to be yeah. honest. Like love this pub, loved it from the time I moved to Dublin. It is just so relaxed, so easygoing, um, always full of like just gorgeous little seating areas, nooks and crannies. Um, yeah, it, it's it's definitely one of my favourite pubs in the city. Um, I suppose coming from the country, it was one of the first pubs I went into yeah. when I moved up at 19. And straight away felt at home there because it was, you know, wasn't the, the coolest, trendiest bar. It was much more what I was used to. Yeah, absolutely. So I love it. It's, yeah. it's a great spot. And so central. Yeah. Um, so central on five Baggett Street Lower. So definitely one to put on your list. So up next, the Norseman. I don't know if people know it, but it's a, a very beautiful green building in in uh, Temple Bar. Yeah, and again, it is full of the music, and yeah. you never know who's going to pop up and play there. I think Paddy Casey was there. Yeah, uh, a that's little while right. Ago. They've had great, like great musicians in. It's all about the traditional music. Seven days a week, you could yeah. be walking by it at like you know midday on a Tuesday, and the session is hopping. Yeah, so. and it's great to see that you know, like one of the things that I always uh, remember, there was some American tourists over, yeah. and uh, they were walking down Grafton Street, and they stopped me, and they were just asking for directions, and they were finding it hard to find a restaurant that was open on a Monday. Okay, but yeah. this, these sort of places, yeah, do the crack seven days a week. Absolutely, you know? all day menus really chilled just go in have the crack the music and really good points <laughs> yeah absolutely so next up one of my favorites ah one of your old locals yeah yeah the grave diggers oh it's absolutely stunning uh they, they make no bones about it there's no tvs there's nothing like this they don't don't even look for broadband yeah you're going in for possibly the best point of guinness uh, and you're going in for some really, really great pub grub. Yeah, yeah. And like you say again, it's all about the chill, isn't it? You're yeah. just unwinding, switching off from the outside world, having the great pint, the chats. Yeah. Oh, and they've had some really famous people in there as I well. I actually spotted, just probably recently enough, a few weeks ago, uh, Rod Stewart was yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. How cool. So like, you know, that says everything. When when the stars come over, they want to get the best point that they possibly yeah. can. And nine out of ten times, they'll end up in the great theaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great spot. And then we have the long haul. Mm. So South Great Georgia Street, I think... 
whether you're from Dublin or any part of Ireland, you've probably, if you've been up to the city, you've had a point here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you know what I love about that is the whole area is being pulled apart with new restaurants yeah. and, and trying to get hotels in and everything and so forth. And this place has just stood alone and said, no, we're not going to change. I know. It's like when you see the canopy, you're like, ah, oh, all yeah. is okay in the world. We'll go in here, escape for an hour, have yeah. a great point. Yeah. Love exactly. It. Love it. Yeah, definitely want to check out. The next one we have up here is the Palace Bar. Um, so this is based uh, on Fleet Street. It's been there such a long time. And Tony said it's one of his favourites. Uh, lovely temple uh, of, of art, he says. And uh, definitely want to add on to the list and try. Well, now, as much as I would love to give Tony Clayton Lee the credit for that uh, description, it was actually Patrick Kavanagh, <laughs> the established poet, that described the palace as the most wonderful temple of art. So, yeah, it's definitely a place that, again, look, it's it's the tradition. It, the, if those walls could talk, like the people, the places, everything that's been in here, it's just great. It's it's another must-try for yeah. your for your traditional Irish experience. And then the next up you've got the Stag's Head. Yeah, the Stag's Head one day in court. So another very lively spot. Yeah, absolutely. And it's another sort of hidden gem uh, that people sort of overlook. Um, And generally when you do out a list of all these pubs, you really have to sort of work around and sort of find them and unearth them because a lot of people are going for the more modern bars and the cocktails and so forth. Absolutely. And I love in the article that Tony wrote, he says, AJ McLaughlin, he was a distinguished architect. He applied his skills to ensure that the venue quickly gained a status for being a shrine to the art of drink the art of drink i love that (laughs) so yeah the stag side you have to visit and then lastly on the list we have walsh's of stony batter yes and uh they are really famous uh for their creamy pints of guinness and their traditional music uh sessions um and stony batter is one of those areas that's just improving every every year oh and it's such a beautiful neighborhood vibe yeah isn't it? it really you is. know so central but it you really don't feel like you're that close to the city it's very neighborly it's very nice area yeah um up and coming as you said and yeah walsh is then sitting there with all the cozy corners and yeah just the traditional elements i suppose that make a great irish pub and you know you'll if you do go there you'll enjoy the trad music the velvety points, the chats and the great service. And that is one thing about these great Irish bars. Yeah. It is the barmen. Oh, it's yeah. the chats. It's the history. It's finding out who has been in the bars and so forth. Yeah, I think bar staff, hospitality staff, like they're at the the heart of it all. And, you know, I suppose in recent times with the shortage of staff, so many places are getting a bit of a lashing for a slow service, this, that and the other. I can't say that like any of that is a problem. If you're going out now, you're supporting these pubs. You yeah. know, you're taking your time. You're making a day or a night of it. And that's it. Just just enjoy yeah. the experience. And absolutely, none of these bars are supposed to be fast service. Yeah. Th- you go in, you're chilled out, you're relaxed, you're enjoying the surroundings, you're taking in the history and you are enjoying the chats. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. it's so important. It's so important when you go, when you make the effort to go, immerse yourself, enjoy the experience. Yeah, so we've given you 
10 great traditional Irish bars in Dublin to check out. Uh, the article is on tastetalks.ie if you want to look back. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks with a new feature. So our review in this episode is the incredible Brook Lodge in McCredden Village. This Wicklow wonder belongs on every food lover's list. It's situated in a secluded Wicklow Valley and this country retreat with its extensive array of facilities is there to ensure you relax and recharge. A key food destination hosting the renowned Strawberry Tree Restaurant, Ireland's first certified organic restaurant, This restaurant is only two stories high to make sure that you take in the breathtaking scenery of all the mountains, the manicured gardens, rivers and they also have a private mini chapel. So Olivia, we stayed in a room. Yeah, we did. We stayed in a stunning mezzanine suite for the night, uh, conveniently located on the first floor. So this was a really spacious suite, so bright and airy, exuding a real serene sense of calm. I loved the large sash window overlooking the river, which made our room just absolutely flood with light and the beautiful lullaby of the flowing river outside and the bird song, idyllic. Um, so as I said, it was a mezzanine, so a super deluxe king bed, and it was super deluxe. Oh, it was, it was amazing! Um, and a full size slipper bath occupied the top floor of the mezzanine. Uh, the ground floor was designed for enjoying drinks and room service if you are so inclined. Personally, I am always so inclined. <laughs> and a gorgeous flat screen TV, complete with Netflix, uh, mounted above an inserted fireplace. So very yeah. nice, glamorous little. Absolutely. And and a very modern room for uh, a traditional looking hotel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I think it's just so, I suppose, understated uh, as you drive up to it. You know, it's very like, you know, lush gardens, all that sort of thing. Yeah, I wasn't expecting the room to be as as cool. It was very, very nice. And the highlight of the room for me was really throwing open those windows, allowing the sound in. And you could literally sit in the bath and watch the TV, Yeah, uh, bottle of bubbles. Absolutely. And I think as well, we were very lucky. We were there on the, the Friday we stayed. It was yeah. a beautiful day. Um, so we really got to enjoy the grounds as well. Yeah, absolutely. And when you step out of the room and you go down into the hotel, yeah. you have pictured the hotel. It sort of reminded me of the hotel out of Dirty Dancing. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's so cool. With the wooden walk, walkways. The boardwalk yeah. sort of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they have a lovely bar downstairs. Yeah. Uh, but obviously the main, main attraction of the hotel is the Strawberry Tree restaurant. Absolutely, it is. But the, the bar is gorgeous. We had a pre-dinner drink yeah. there. Just yeah. very traditional, like lovely big sofas. You know, yeah. you can do nothing, only relax. Okay. Yeah. And and just to, for, to let our listeners know, if you were going to stay there for more than one night, uh, they call it McCredden Village because it has... A lovely walkway and you can go to one of three restaurants. Yeah, so as you said, there is the Strawberry Tree, which is Ireland's first certified organic restaurant. Yeah. Um, beautiful, we ate there. They also have La Taverna, which is an Italian bistro, more casual offering. And then they also have the pub, an on-site pub. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, so like 
gorgeous options and I think as well the fact that you can move around and actually at weekends they often have food markets yeah yeah so lots of options and like the uh, hens all running around like it's it's just very much you are in nature you know you really have the whole experience you can you, you just you completely get how they are Ireland's first certified organic restaurant. Mm. Everything, even the fermented jars. Do you remember walking in the hallways? Yeah, everywhere. Cabinets heaving with all the ferments that they're using in the dishes. Like, Yeah, and you can actually buy the jars yeah, themselves yeah. as well. Uh, just on the pub, I have to say, if you do go there, no matter where you uh, choose to dine, you have to try and get the snug in the in the little Irish bar. Yeah, so it's called Acton's. Yeah. So it's very traditional. And we were so lucky because it was busy the night we were there but there was a couple leaving so we just got into the little snug yeah lovely. and the the points are absolutely excellent yeah, yeah. whiskey's good too yeah exactly <laughs> so going back to the main restaurant now yeah can you give people an idea of uh what the restaurant looks like and feels like when you go in yeah so and again we i suppose we're very lucky on the night we choose to dine early now because i think it's just (laughs) so used to not going out when we are out now we kind of go for the earliest table so we were in at six we were actually the first uh people into the restaurant so it's quite it is quite dark yeah um it's like there's black uh sort of black marble ceilings yeah and and you can actually see yourself in the ceilings it's reflective yeah so the black marble surrounds and then there's the mirrored ceilings and yeah it's all very um calm lovely gentle music yeah. the staff are incredible you're welcomed in so warmly and i suppose it's it's the tradition isn't it the lovely tablecloths the laying of the table everything's just beautiful it's yeah, just a absolutely. lovely experience i think from the time you walk up to the door yeah staff on the night were superb uh, really nice wine list and and great knowledge oh absolutely the wine list is gorgeous yeah my god now you could spend a bit of time you could yeah yeah absolutely but for for me the standout had to be the food the food was incredible yeah um the chef is an artist um he definitely definitely knows how to plate up something that you don't even wanted the store but so beautiful i know so i was saying to you like i feel like dinner here actually brought back my joy of dining out because everything was just so beautiful and you know i think a lot of places quite understandably are playing it so safe Mm. the menus are very short very concise and a bit samey yeah now this was not like i mean the food here oh i i actually think we just need to plan a return trip it was so good and it was great to see that a chef that you know could take three simple ingredients yes. uh, and actually put real punchy flavors in there to to make it you know light in taste but yeah. really give you that kick and one of the dishes well for me you know was it was actually a starter now i loved all the food yes, right yeah but uh my starter was a comfy salmon and mm. it had wild squid ink and cucumber and the flavour of the cucumber against yeah. the, the salmon was just incredible. Yeah, it was like absolutely gorgeous. I think the whole um, ethos and the provenance of yeah. the, the menu is just, it's outstanding. Yeah. Like, you do not see it 
like often enough. I no, think. a lot of effort goes into this. You yeah. know, it's much easier just to order from whatever food wholesalers are there. You know, to create a menu uh, of the land around you. It's real thoughtful, yeah, isn't it? it like is. everything is considered. And my starter actually was one of my favorites as well. It was Kilmore Key wild mackerel uh, with fermented vegetables. So we were talking about their ferments. They're yeah. using them in their dishes. So it was like a lovely, lush, oily flesh of the mackerel that was lacerated by the subtle tang of the fermented vegetables. When I say this dish awoke every single day, Spud, I mean incredible. Yeah. And and you made the point, like simple ingredients. But yeah. it's just knowing how to use them. Yeah. It? That's the, the artistry of the chef. It really is. Yeah. Um, so great staff, great kitchen, uh, very, very skilled. Um, and then... An incredible wine list, and we oh, had an incredible wine on the night. Our wine was so beautiful. Now, as I said, you could spend like a lot of time, and I suppose the more knowledge you have of wine, the the better you can choose. But for us, we chose um on the night. It was a a Brunello. Yeah. Oh my god, wasn't it? Just yeah, it was really the really good. Smoothest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like I. You know, it was a treat bottle. It was a Castello Banaffi Brunello di Montiel. Hello. <laughs> I was going so well there. <laughs> I can just hear all the wine books going, what? You got um, nearly to the end yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go over it. Um, so, yeah, look, I said in um, when we were getting it, we were chatting over it, like, we don't always go, I suppose, with pairing the perfect wines with the perfect dish. Yeah. That's not what we're about. We just like what we like. Yeah. Um, so I suppose a Brunello with fish dishes, you know, it is well, breaking it, all the rules. It did go really well with your uh, with the beef. Yeah, okay, absolutely. Yeah. But also the seasoning of the fish yeah. dishes, the ferments. So it was perfect. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. we really enjoyed it. Mm. Um, it was just velvety, juicy. Yeah. Oh, get it if you go the yeah. wine list is curated to perfection like i said the more you know about wine i suppose the the real wine buffs would get a, a great kick out of it yeah and then when you walk out of the restaurant and you're walking down the little wooden boardwalk and you're, yeah. you're going past the mini chapel and so forth oh, it yeah. is so romantic and it's a complete another escape yeah um like you could be anywhere in Ireland because you're completely surrounded by the lush forest, yeah. the mountains, everything. Um, it really has a bit of everything. It really does. Yeah, yeah. 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 It has the whole, like, the, even it was, like, it was busy when we were there. Yeah. The car park was full. Yeah, it was. But you were never, like, really bumping into crowds no. of people. It's just very well spread out. It's a really well-designed hotel. Yes. It really yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I have to say, you know, and I have to say over the last 10 years of visiting hotels and restaurants, this was something truly special. Yeah, I think it's a unique Irish experience. I suppose if you're traveling from Dublin, it's what, about an hour, an hour and yeah, 20 minutes. Yeah. For us in Kildare, I think it was an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, so it's very accessible. Um, but it, as close as it is, you feel like you are a world away. Yeah. Now, it was an hour and a half. For us, because yeah. 
you were doing the Google Maps. Uh, you lost signal. Google Maps. We went lost into Wicklow Mountains and so forth. <laughs> so that's why it was an hour and a half. We did, but you, it was a beautiful day. <laughs> we had the drone. We made the best of it. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Carpe diem. <laughs> <laughs> but it definitely now, I have to say, uh, a hotel I would highly recommend. Yes. It is a star of the Wicklow landscape. And you're a great man for going, oh, like once I've been there, I wouldn't go back again. Oh, i definitely go back. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll definitely go back to stay over. I thought the room was amazing. Yeah. But I'd even go back just to have dinner there. Yeah. Uh, in the strawberry tree. Or Incredible. even experience the little food market. I'd say yeah. that's just a lovely afternoon. I'd love to, uh, to try that at the weekend, yeah. the food market, and uh, pick up some of those jars as well. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So that was our review of uh, Brook Lodge in McCredden Village. And we'll be back in a few weeks with another review. And if you'd like to read up the full review, have a look at the pictures. They are all on tastetalks.ie. And also there's lovely pictures on our Instagram. Perfect. that's it for another taste talks podcast we really hope you enjoyed listening and that we gave you lots of food for thought please make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you never miss a delicious episode and do keep in touch with us on social media using hashtag taste talks until next time make sure you try out some of the tastes we discussed this week And if you're feeling generous, why not give us a five-star review? It will really help us grow and continue our Taste Talks journey. Bye Bye for for now. now.